the lovely and only Zoe D. Thanks, Mark, for that uh, wonderful introduction. Don't know about the punk rocker bit, but there we go. Um, yeah, hey, family. My name's uh, Zoe, and I am an alcoholic and addict. And um, my sobriety date is the 23rd of June 2015. And uh, I have a sponsor, and I work through the steps. In fact, I've got two sponsors because I fucking need them at the moment. <laughs> um, you know, exactly eight years ago today, my poor old suffering mother dumped me at the bottom of some steps in a, in a, a six-week uh, rehab facilitation. Um, and I had a heart rate of like 200 beats a minute. I was beach red and, um, you know, I thought there was nothing wrong with me, really. What am I doing here? You know, um, so, yeah, we were talking about that yesterday. I met my mother's this week and it's been her birthday and we've been off to a, a spa day down in Bristol. Now, that was an experience because we ain't city girls, I can tell you that, you know, um, but we survived it. You know, we survived it and um, we've learned to uh, laugh about our escapades, you know. Also this week, we've got lost in a car park, which is quite a, a regular occurrence for us too. Um, you know, I nearly had my old mum opening the gate so I could get out through the bloody field, you know. Um, and we have these kind of um, the ZD days, you know. <laughs> um, and it wasn't always like that, you know, when I was drinking, there was a lot of arguing and fighting and today... You know that um, there's a lot of love and there's a lot of laughter, and um, you know we can tolerate each other's company, which is wonderful. Um, and I'm, you know, for me it, it, it's a miracle, and I, I'm totally like over the moon about that. You know, and and if it wasn't for recovery, I I never would have experienced that. You know, I came in, but I was broke, busted, disgusted, not to be trusted. The only assets I had were like two breasts, a vagina and a dirty bag of washing. You know, that's all I had. And, um, you know, I'd lost lost a lot over and over and over again. And I couldn't figure out why. You know, and I start working through this program of recovery with a sponsor. And my first sponsor, it was one, two, three step, one, two, three step, one, two, three step. And then I got another sponsor and she took me through the whole program in, in the space of about eight months. And um, when I got to step 12, she took me out for a meal. And then um, <laughs> she says, right, you can go and carry the message to uh, to others now. And I was like, well, how would you do that? You know, how would you do that? And um, <laughs> so anyway, I, these poor suffering sponsees that I picked up along the way, I read them the big book from cover to cover, bored them half to death. And most of them went back out drinking because they couldn't cope sitting with me for bloody hours upon end, reading them the story that made no sense whatsoever. Um, you know, and I had to grow in understanding and effectiveness and, and learn how to sort of carry this message. And that meant, you know, I've gone through the steps now in four hours, um, in four months, six months. I've done it over a year. You know, God, that was a bit long winded. But, you know, these <laughs> deep dives and, you know, the, the, the best one I found so far is um, CA. They do like a, a broken down version. And, um, you know, I found that really helpful to sort of carry the message sort of, um, you know, because what I find is. I went, uh, sorry, I went to a workshop the other day and it was called Carry the Message, Not the Wreckage. And um, 
you know, while sort of trying to carry the message, it can turn into wreckage and time goes on and on and on and on and on. And, um, you know, so I'm here today not to talk about the wreckage or the problem or, you know, drinking is a problem for each and every one of us. I mean, you wouldn't be sitting in here listening to bloody me ramble on for 15 minutes or whatever, um, you know, if if we didn't have a problem, you know. I didn't want to be a member of a group that would have me as a member. You know, that's how sick I was when I first came. I didn't didn't know my ass from my elbow. But anyway, I go through this program and I heard this story the other day and I'm going to share it with you because I'm losing words. And there's this duck hunter and uh, he's got an alcoholic friend who can't stop drinking. So he thinks, I know what I'll do is I'm going to take my alcoholic friend out duck hunting and that'll get him away from the drink, you know, at least for a day. So they're out by this big pond, you know, and uh, <clears throat> he gets his gun out and a duck flies over the pond and he shoots the duck. And his dog, he sends the dog off to the pond and the dog walks across the water, gets the duck and walks back. And the alcoholic didn't say nothing. So then another duck flies over and the dog gets up, walks across the water, walks back. And again, the alcoholic friend never said anything. And then another duck comes. He shoots the duck. The dog walks across the water, picks the duck up, walks back. And he looks around to his alcoholic friend. And he says, can you see anything wrong with me dog? And he says, yeah, actually, your dog can't bloody swim. You know, without seeing the miracle of it, of the dog that was walking on water, you know, and and that's what I came into Alcoholics Anonymous with, is I couldn't see the miracle of it. You know, I just couldn't see it. I couldn't see it despite myself. You know, I was like a fish looking for water. You know, what is it all about? Um, you know, in recovery, I've passed a lorry test and a trailer test. I've been back to school, um, you know, built relationship with family members. I have a credit card. And, and I pay it off every month, you know, all these things. It's new behavior, you know, like I want a reward for running out of a burning building. But, you know, it's like, look at me. I pay my water bill, right, <laughs> every month. And things like that, like all my life, I've no, I never, you know, why, why should I pay up? You know, I've got a car that's legal, it's on the road. And, um, and I actually quite like it, you know, because I used to get an old banger that was falling to bits. And when the MOT was due, scrap it, you know get 20 quid off me next pile of junk, you know, and I was always running out of fuel because I was drinking the fuel money. You, you know what I mean? My poor old mum once, I was on my way home from work and I was living practically in my van at the time and I broke, well, I didn't break down, I ran out of fuel. So I rang my poor old mum to come out with some fuel for me and I just sat in the back of the van drinking, you know, like totally gone, totally gone. Um, But, you know, like... <sighs> Step one tells me I can't do this on my own. You know, I had to fully concede to my innermost self. And for five years prior to my last drink, which was eight years ago today, um, I tried three times doing like a home detox and I tried different things, changing what I was drinking, changing what I was eating, changing the bloke I was with, changing the jobs, you know, and all that stuff. And, um, you know, I, I had exhausted every every idea that I had and I came in and realized 
I learned that there's something wrong with my thinking and that I need a power greater than myself. And from, you know, what that power is, is not, it's not me, it's we, you know, all of us, we together, you know, step three, I make a decision. Um, you know, there's three birds on a branch and one makes a decision to fly off. How many are left? There's still three because you make a decision, but there's action after that, you know? And for me, you know, I'm a, I'm a big step person and I know, like in a lot of secular, they all do Jeffrey Munn and all that, you know, staying sober without God. I think it's staying sober without AA, if you ask me. But, you know, and I'm being recorded, so I hope he is that. <laughs> um, sorry, Jeffrey. <laughs> but, but, you know, for me, I need the step. If the steps weren't there, I'd be dead. And I know a lot of people that haven't made it. And there's a lot of people that, you know, there's a lot of people that still don't make it. And there's a lot of sickness around and... You know, I learned that doing these steps is is the answer, you know, and, and, and learning them. So I've made a decision. And then what do I do with it? Well, I do a personal house cleaning and I go back over my life. And today, um, the lists aren't so big. You know, it's more condensed and it's all about my thinking. So I change every word in the big book that says drinking. I say thinking, you know, because I can have a cyclist on the road in front of me and I'm already charged up. You know that if, if you're a real alcoholic, you know what that's on about. You know, that coil in your gut, fuck bastards in my way. You know, how much longer have I got to fault? You know, like it's all about all about me. You know, it's my road. And then I have to go to pause land. Just pause, Zoe. You know, treat myself like a little puppy. Just sit, sit down, you know, be still, be calm. And uh Ah, and I regroup and I go, OK, well, you know, I'll just go round him and, and, and try not to let the bastard ruin my day, you know. Um, and then step five is I have to share share my stuff. You know, I have to share my thinking, otherwise I'm not rid of it. So I have these um, wise women, I call them, um, you know, that I talk to about my thinking. And uh, I mean, it's all new behaviour, isn't it? You know, because being normal, natural behaviour for me is to be pissed right up looking for drugs. <laughs> you know, causing chaos. And now here I am thinking I'm feeling a bit disturbed. I need to put action in. I need to phone one of my wise women, uh, uh, have a chat, you know, and, and, and it works. There's no greater thing in my life today than one addict talking to another. You know, there really isn't. And then in step six, I've got all these character flipping flaws, personality problems, issues, past the tissues, you know, I've got all these issues. And um, so what do I do about them? Well, a good thing about Google, because uh, I don't like dictionaries, they're too thick, you know, and, and you can't find the words and I'm very dyslexic. So I love Google because you put a word in and, it, and then I can say, well, what's the opposite? What's the virtue of it? What, what's the spiritual principle, you know, of hate, for instance? Well, the opposite to that is love. Okay, so what can I do that's loving today? You know, what's the next loving thing I can do for myself or others? You know, a loving thought. When I come in, I didn't have loving thinking at all. You know, I had a vulgar tongue and I, and I would judge everybody. You know, and today I try to be in the spiritual principles or the virtues of the column five. You know, I try to live there because I'm building a dating uh, CV, 
you know, when I look at it like that, if I if I put all of my column four on a on a um you know like a, a dating site, who's going to be interested in that apart from serial killers, rapists, perverts? You know, so I need to, I need to change myself. You know, I need to change myself, be more loving, kind, patient, tolerant, and it has to come from within. That's the action. You know, I made the decision to do that. Um, you know, and, and I have a little prayer that I do on, 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 on step seven, because I know with my own thinking and my own power, I can't, I, I, I can't do it. I, I find it hard to be more compassionate. I find it easy to go, oh, you're a knobhead, you know, rather than go, well, that person's probably spiritually sick. So may he have a blessed day or whatever. May he have a nice day, you know, may he not die today. <laughs> You know, sometimes it's it's just like that, you know. <laughs> Step eight, I make a list of the people that I've harmed, you know, and today I've made amends physically to the people I've physically harmed. There's one that I used to work with that I am am I willing? I don't know. It needs work. It's still it's 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 ten years old actually, this this um amends that needs to be done. Um, and it's this guy I used to work with and he comes in my dreams, you know, so it needs to, it needs to be done. And I still haven't got around to that one. Um, but a lot of the amends is in my thinking, you know, and a lot of the amends is the animals that I care for in my life today. Because when I was drinking, you know, my idea of walking a dog was chucking it out the van and driving off so they'd run, you, you know, um, and I take them. I take them miles. Come on, run! You know, just you know. I don't know what their life was like, but it's certainly better now. You know, they've got a better mummy now. And um, you know, in step ten is like I from the minute I wake up all through the day. Do I need to pause? Do I need to speak to someone? You know, am I actually awake? Am I present? You know. Am I binging on Netflix? And thanks, Mark. Am I eating a carton of ice cream because I've got feelings? You know, am I going to, you know, going sleeping? I need to sleep, but I'm having feelings, you know. And then I'm back in column four. I'm in sloth. I'm in laziness. I'm in avoidance. I'm in, you know, I'm in all that stuff. And I need to be in column five if I'm going to have a happy life. Happy, joyous and free is what, what the recipe is, you know. If you do all these things, the cake has happiness in it and it has joy in it. Even in hard times, you know, it's all there. It's all there for the taking. Um, there's been many times I go to the ocean with a thimble and that's all I'm going to get, you know, and, and I can go there w w with a dumper truck. How free do I want to be and how much effort do I want to put in? And every day I've never put enough in, sometimes just enough to keep my head above water and, you know, I'm human. I, I'm far from fucking perfect, you know. And I'm sorry that I swore. I'm trying to work on that too. Um, you know, step 11 is I, I sit quiet in the morning and I'm so undisciplined, which is one of my character defects, which is one I don't want to let go of because I'm a free bird that can do what the hell she likes. You know, I don't want to be disciplined. You know, weird people are disciplined. You know, my thinking's off, isn't it? You know, can't trust my thinking there's a liar in my head so in the morning I have to go right what's the recipe today then Zoe right okay so I need to I need to meditate I need to be quiet and I need to be still 
before the day go, gets off, you know. And then, because I am so in, uh, undisciplined, I set a timer on my phone, one at around 11 in the morning, and it, my mum, bless her, she goes to me, what's your phone going off for? So it's time to meditate, mother. She's like, what, what's, what's, what? And then it goes off again at half past three. Time to meditate. So you're like, I'm a dog, you know, I train my dogs, but I forget myself. Sit down and shut up. <laughs> you know, that's it. We're in, we're in pause land. We've got to go pause land, you know. And then before I go to sleep at night, what do I do? I go to pause land. I have to. And I know when I'm not doing it, because there is no pause land. I'm on the middle of the motorway in my thinking. And all of a sudden, why am I feeling like I want to eat cake? Why am I feeling like I need ice cream? Because I'm restless, irritable, discontent, bored, anxious, all these things. And I forget about the column five. And I'm eating the ice cream and I'm watching the Netflix and I'm like, oh, I forgot Paul's land. But do you know what the beautiful thing is? I can start again. I can always, always, always start again. As long as I don't pick that drink up, as long as I don't pick up too many thinks, and as long as I don't touch the, the old drugs, you know, I, used, I love them. I love them. I love the booze. I love the drugs. I love it. That was my normal, natural state to be in. And now I'm learning to live without it because it's not sustainable, is it? That's why we're here. You know, it had me on my ass over and over and over again. And today I can drive around Bristol with my mum and and not sort of end up with her going, get out of the fucking car and leaving me or something, you know, which could happen, I don't know, when I was drinking. You know, we talk about, you know, mum reminds me of some memories and stuff, you know, and, and, and it breaks my heart that I'm going, I can't fucking, I can't remember that. You know, I can't remember that. But what I do remember is the time we spend together now, you know, and um, to be sat here today, eight years sober with my mum. I mean, it is, it's a blessing, you know, it really is. I, um, you know, sun shining. Uh, I live quite a simple life today. I try and remember to go to Paul's land. I remember to drink water, you know, because when I get thirsty, then I get hungry, then I get agitated, then I, you know, all this stuff. I'm undisciplined, very much so. And, um, you know, and, and I try every day through timers and using writing and, and working with a sponsor and doing the work. No half measures. That's what my sponsor says. No half measures. You know, it's written all over my thing. No half measures. Zoe is a loser without this stuff. And I believe that. I believe that because I've lived it, you know. And today I'm living a different life and I'm not a loser. And I have a message to carry of recovery and hope, you know, that relationships can be built. I can try new things that I would have been scared to do, you know, and I can have compassion for myself, you know, and it breaks my heart how I used to treat myself, you know, and there's people out there dying of this disease and we've got a solution, you know, there's a solution to it. And what a gift, you know, I, I mean, I said at the beginning, I didn't want to be a member of a group that would have me as a member. And I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else because you're my family, you know, you're my second family. And, um, you know, I can't do it. 
and we can together. And I quite like the we that I have around me. And that doesn't mean no wet minikas, by the way. It means you guys. Um, so anyway, I'm going to love you and leave you before I make a big tit of myself or something, because I have a fear of that too, probably as we all do. And I'll leave it there and say lots of love and uh, stay sober, keep coming back. In fact, don't do that. Stick and stay. Yeah, that's the recipe. Thanks, Mark. <laughs>